Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 541 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios, fresh off of a weekend at CBP. We're going to get into everything that went down with Phils and Dodgers, how the Phillies, they just maybe might be back and people need to realize They were complaining far too early. We're going to get into the Union's unfortunate loss out on the West Coast. We've got a fun hypothetical for the people. And I-95 might have blown up. Not might have. Kind of did. We'll get into that as well. But joining me for the first time in what feels like forever, the host with the most, the people's champ. He's wearing a 38-7 to jersey. Uh... If you're watching on the YouTube, which you should be, my main man, Mr. Patty Pitts. What's going on, brother? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. Uh, It's always nice to be back in the underground. We've been kind of Mr. Popular over the past few weeks. You know, we had to get out of the house and, you know, interact with my peeps up in the Boston area. And uh, as you mentioned, I am wearing a Vikings jersey because uh, we were just streaming. We were doing a little streaming for... uh, the Nonsense Network presented by Stadium Rant. I'm in a Madden League, and, uh, you know, I've been starting that back up. I'm streaming tomorrow night as well with my Patriots team. So things are busy. Things are good. Things are, you know, going well for the champ right now. I just went back and looked. This is the first time you've been on the pod since Delco Danny's face reveal. Oh, that's right. Jeez, it's been a while. It's been a long time, which we might be getting an update from Delco Danny on I-95 on Instagram for the people. So make sure you're following us on the gram at underground PHI. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram at underground PHI, Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and on Instagram at Pitsy 35. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram at KBIZZLE11. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia. Helps them find all of the podcasts on our network and all the content we're putting out there on your podcast apps of choice. And I mean, right now we're sitting... In the U.S., we're a top 1,500 sports podcast. Let's let's get into the top 1,000. Let's keep that pushing. Go there. subscribe. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Leave a five-star review. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are trying to get to 600 subscribers before the end of June. We are currently at 513 Go subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. That's where you get full video episodes of this podcast twice a week. Every podcast on our network, interviews, live streams, 
full video content is on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And as we mentioned last week on the episode, myself and DJ will be doing a live podcast for Outside the Box from Columbus, Ohio, from the PLL Premier Zone on Saturday. We are going to be filming it, and it's going to be on the YouTube channel. So if you're not in Columbus for the PLL, you're still going to be able to see the live pod. It's going to be wild cannot wait it's going to be electric and we're going to film and put it on youtube so go subscribe get us to 600 subscribers before the end of the month you have about by the time you're listening to this uh math is hard 18 days to get, That's get bad us, come get on us 87 more subscribers in 18 days it's let's like let's do some day. quick math for the people let's see how on the nose pitsy was there 87 that's that's about five subscribers a day all right, well, price is right. I'm going to contestants row. So, <laughs> go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. And like I mentioned, this podcast, as always, presented by the city of Vineland and the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city organized, city sponsored, and city affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, the fight in Phil's. They may be B-A-C-K. Hashtag back. It's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. Guys, there's no better way to support the homies here at Underground Sports Philadelphia than with our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. They are the best in the game because they provide unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philly. We are working on getting new designs over to them for our podcasts, and you're not going to want to miss out on them because with their original designs for all, there's no doubt you're going to stand out in the crowd, whether you're at CBP, taking in a fight in Phil's game, going down to your local dive bar, whatever it may be, you're going to stand out in the crowd with your PHI Apparel Company merch. Our listeners can use promo code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch when you shop online at phiapparel.co. The boy Benny Pirro, I don't know if you knew this, Pitts. You want to talk about B-A-C-K, Ben Pirro, back as a co-host again the whole podcast. Uh, he just got his getting the whole hoodie. I He's just saw that. Merch. I saw his Instagram story. It was nice. That was a nice looking hoodie. Way go. You can get your own at phiapparel.co. Use code underground for 10% off any and all merch. Pits the fight and fills. They are back, baby. Take two out of three from the Los Angeles Dodgers at home. Cap off a nice little home stand before they go on the road once again. And I mean, when you can take two out of three from the Dodgers in the current state that the fills are in. Uh, you can't complain too much, and I was pretty impressed by the way that they performed over the weekend without uh, including Saturday's game that I was at, uh, more so because AJR was performing after the game, but we'll get into that as well, but uh, they kind of got shellacked uh, in that game. 
Kyle Schwarber walks it off on Friday night, ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, walk-off home run, Schwarbaum. Welcome to June, everybody. Uh, that's that's what Kyle Schwarber does. And it's June. That's when Kyle Schwarber goes off. That's when he comes to life. That's what he does. And uh, kicking it back to Thursday, too, the Phils cap it off and, and sweep the Tigers uh, and win 3-2 on Thursday after uh, Wednesday's game got – as everybody said, smoked out because of the wildfires coming down and yeah. infiltrating, uh, which I thought was a hilarious term. The game got smoked out. Um, but the Phils, they walk it off on Friday night. Kyle Schwarber, he knew it the moment he hit that ball, he knew it was a home run. It was an absolute nuke shot into the upper deck out in right field. And it was just a, a beautiful thing that set the tone, I think, for the weekend outside of uh, Saturday's game where the Phillies lost 9 nothing. Uh, it was three nothing for a hot minute. That game, I want to chalk this up to, as we saw to, in today's game when they won seven to three. As we record this on Sunday night, the Phillies' offense is way too fucking talented to not be able to recover from a three nothing deficit. Yeah, the fact that they didn't score a single run against the Dodgers yesterday was kind of pathetic, but. They come back on Sunday, uh, Father's Appreciation Day, to uh, get ready for Father's Day. I took the OG to his first Phillies game. Since are they not? The are Wandy. they not home on next no, Sunday? We're on, the, we're on the road. So that makes sense. Okay, so okay. Um, no, took the OG to his first game since the Pandy Wandy. So it was nice to have him back at CBP with the old season nice. tickies. Uh, and the Phils win seven to three, and take two out of three from the Dodgers. They've won. Uh, I want to say math is hard. They've won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of their last eight. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That would that would be cause for saying they're BACK. Just saying. Pretty good. Seven out of their last eight Um, as they get set for a lengthy West Coast road trip. So we're going to have Phillies after dark going on uh, to start this week. But... I mean, when you can go in and and dominantly take Game Three, which is the determining game of this series against the Dodgers, win seven to three um, on on Sunday, and you know the way that they played, early inning run, Bryce Harper drives in a run, bottom of the first inning, sets the tone. Nick Castellanos goes yard, hashtag he's an all star. Get Nikki C to the All Star game. That is our mission here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Go vote for Nick Castellanos to get to the All Star game. You know he's our guy. Let's make the push. Make it happen. Nikki C to Seattle. Make it Bryce Harper had a great game. Trey Turner goes three for five in this game and looked fantastic. Bryson Stott had some great at bats and got on base. Brandon Marsh had himself a game both offensively and defensively. Garrett Stubbs laid down a, a massive bunt. A massive bunt. Mace. How how often do you can say a massive bunt in a game? Not often. Not, Not often. Really Taiwan Walker was fantastic yet again. Uh, you know, this month of June has been very kind to him. He's got a one one nine ERA in the month of June. Uh, after a, a slow start to things, which I kind of attribute to, he pitched in the World Baseball Classic. Team Mexico got deep into the World Baseball Classic. There was no pitch clock in the World Baseball Classic, so he's kind of getting adjusted to that. And then you kind of have to accelerate him getting ready. Uh, for the season, so he was kind of off his mark. Plus, new city, new team, getting adjusted to to all of that. Taiwan Walker yeah, looks thanks. to be pretty back uh, to to what I think a lot of Phillies fans were hoping and expecting. After you sign him to the contract, you sign him to. He looked fantastic yet again. Goes five strong innings for the Phils. 
bullpen closes it down. Jose Alvarado had us biting our nails a little bit, which was very anti-Jose Alvarado this season, but he uh, he continued to go strike one, strike two. Good luck, uh, as they say in the old country. And the Phillies, you know, they're, they look to be back on track, and they've got a, a big test coming up Monday through Thursday. You go out on the road. you got a West Coast road trip that's going to span you seven games. The first four, though, in Arizona against the first-place Arizona Diamondbacks. Who saw that coming? Nobody, because the Diamondbacks are a surprise team this year. They're playing very good baseball, and you're going to have to compete with a very good baseball team yet again. You know, you're playing the Dodgers at home, and now you got to go on the road and play the Diamondbacks, who you saw earlier this year. And if I'm not mistaken, Phillies got swept by the the Diamondbacks. Yes, they 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 salvaged that series and won one of the three going into Memorial Day weekend, but... You got to bounce back, win the season series against the Diamondbacks. You're one and two against them. You got four games on deck. Go in, take three out of four. At worst, split against the Diamondbacks. Yeah, you need to split in a four game series. And you know you you gotta you gotta win some of these games that are tough on paper. And it's gonna be nice after the Diamondback series. You get to go to Oakland and play the Athletics. So that's a nice little bump in the schedule to to hopefully you know the Phillies sweep the A's as we we expect them to yeah dude um, i'm not gonna lie if you guys don't sweep the a's that's that's gonna be a problem i'm sorry i know it's me. early but that's like uh all right we gotta circle the wagons again yeah you're telling me um but this diamondback series is gonna be huge i think to kind of just be a litmus test to see where the phillies are at this point in the season um because the diamondbacks right now going into sunday night monday morning they're 40 and 25 phillies are 32 and 33 on the up and up, trying to trying to get back to 500, get above 500, and move their way up in the NLE standings. Um, but a, an impressive series overall, you know, uh, against the Dodgers. You have the one hiccup on Saturday, which, uh, as a fan, was alleviated if you're an AJR fan like myself. AJR burned the house fucking down, Pitsy, because, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands to see live. They are phenomenal. You know how big of a fan of AJR. I think this is like the sixth time I've seen them live, if I'm not mistaken. They are time and time again just impress, um, you know, after the game. The the cool part, I don't know if they do. Do they do post-game concerts at Fenway? Not post-game, but it takes a whole... I would say week to set up a concert at Fenway. So they do post game concerts twice a year at Citizens Bank Park. Um, typically, it's a country concert, so this is kind of a change of pace year for the Phils, which I'm all about um, because there's not many country songs or artists that I listen to traditionally. Um, so AJR being on there, I was like, I have to be at this game. Those are the boys. Uh, and then July 1st, when they play the Nationals, post-game concert is uh, DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal. No fucking way. Yeah. So That's you'll probably catch game. me at that game, too. You um, need to be at that game. It's going to be awesome. Just to see G- DJ Diesel, you need to be there. Dude, he sells out residencies in Las Vegas every summer. I would I would pay money to see DJ Diesel. I love for Shaq. For sure. Who, he's beloved. He's one he's of those amazing. guys that he went from – professional athlete to beloved pop culture figure hands yep. down and i mean they they bring it and so at citizens bank park for the post game concerts because not everybody stays they allow you to leave your seats and come down to the lower levels and you can sit in any open seat which is very cool that's that's um, cool so you get to sit like a little that. bit lower they put the stage right outside the the infield dirt there's field passes you can buy so you can go on the field if you want oh, to cool. 
Um, cool. So that's also very cool. And I got it. This is this is a little bit of breaking news for the people. Nick Castellanos and family, big AJR family, big AJR family. He, he was okay. the lone Phillies player that I saw post game out on the field. His entire family out. That was the so obviously if you've listened to this podcast for a long time since 2021, pretty much you guys know the 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 lore and the legend story of how we got connected to the Castellanos family. Mama C out there confirming that Nick Castellanos knows the the joke of Nick hitting home runs when tragic things happen, i.e. today yep. I-95 blows up, Nicky C goes yard with a two-run home run. <laughs> Dude, you like it. It's something out of a movie straight up. Like... On top of that, yesterday, to, to cap it all off because it was a two-run home run, uh, so I-95 died this morning, and yesterday the Unabomber died. Uh, so Nicky C, two-run home die. run. <laughs> In is the that left really center tragic field. that he died? Like that's just one evil man off the earth. That's Maybe true, but it. it's even better it. because it's just Nick Castellanos' lore. You know that thing. I mean, yeah. to be fair, last year Nicky C hit a home run on nine eleven. <laughs> Didn't forget that home run. So never forget. Um, but she confirmed that he knows the the funny Twitter meme and everything. Um, and then she followed the podcast. And so we've been connected to the Castellanos family since 2021 when Nick was playing for the Reds. When the Phillies were down bad, we said, we need a player to get behind. Nick Castellanos was that guy. And, you know, there's a clip of Matt saying, you know what? I'd love Nicky C on this baseball team. I'll tell you what. And then the Phillies go and sign him the next year. It was meant to happen. And then on top of that, last year we go to opening night. Nick Castellanos hits his first home run in a Phillies uniform in our presence. He's just our guy. He's just our guy. That's our guy. Uh, That's our guy. So, whole Cassiano's family was at the game yesterday. It was the closest we've been to Mama C and the Cassiano's family. Uh, Hopefully, one day she comes on the pod. Hopefully, one day he comes on the pod. But whole family out on the field for more than 50% of the concert taking in AJR, which I was like, I love him even more. Nikki C, AJR guy. Um, But... AJR burned the house down, all pun intended. They were phenomenal. Put on a, a great set list in pretty much like an hour-ish, give or take, uh, time frame. Uh, their trumpet player was fantastic. She was unbelievable. Um, but the whole show, just really well done. They did the whole mid mid-set talking thing and... Ryan, their keyboard player, he wears the glasses in the band, and they're all brothers. If you don't know AJR, AJR, they're all brothers. Started off as New York City street performers and then have roasted. Oh, wow, fame. that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's awesome. Really cool. um, so Ryan, there's a whole bit where he lost one of his hats on a plane. Uh, so he every concert they do, he's looking for a new hat. And the Phillies, do you remember back in the day when Pablo Sandoval and the Giants had like the panda hats and they had like the dangling? Yeah, vaguely. So the Phillies yeah. have a version of that and it's the Fanatic and it's much cooler than the panda. Okay. Um, yeah, of course. Not that pandas aren't cool, but it's it's the pandas are very fanatic. cool, Kyle. They're really nifty. <laughs> pandas are really nifty. That's what I'm saying. Mine's at work. It's the Fanatic. It's cool. The Fanatic's that he's that dude. Um. So Ryan takes this girl's hat, Fanatic hat, and wears it for like two or three songs during their set, which was so really cool. cool. Uh, I was like, that's so Philly. And, um, 
you know, they're right on the field. So when you're taking pictures, like you've got the illuminated Liberty Bell that that rings after every Phillies win out in the back. You got the big screen up and they they just they know how to put on a show. They confirm that they've been working on their new album. And that's why they kind of went on a, a touring hiatus. So their new album is uh, on the way, which is very exciting. And uh, I mean, it's live music. There, There's very few things in life that are better than live music. I would, yeah. As somebody who doesn't partake in the consumption of alcohol and slash or drugs, live music is that for me. Like, I feel like I get that, like, euphoric feeling and that, like, high from going to concerts. Because when I went to see the homies, the Arkells, last year in May, that was my first concert since the Pandy Wandy. Like, being in that space with people who are enjoying the same thing as you and taking in, like, music that at that level and it's just, like, kind of envelops you, live music is undefeated. Like, there's, like, it, it's the it's the meme of, of the hands. Father time, live music, undefeated. It's undefeated. They, uh, as someone who does consume alcohol and drugs, uh, live music Responsibly, is, of course obviously responsibly that's what champ does it just makes it that much more euphoric i would say you know like it, it just peanut butter and jelly live music and going out to a bar you know that's kind of the way i put it where if i'm going somewhere i need live music to be there you know everywhere i i go out especially in new hampshire i'm going uh a week from yesterday actually uh I am fully expecting after our round of golf to be outside at a brewery with live music. It just, it makes it that much better. And who doesn't love just singing along to songs that oh. just, I don't care if you're playing the hits only and no originals. All Dude, right. When, just when the they hit. played sober up and the whole fucking citizens bank park is singing along That's to that banger of a song. Unbelievable. And AJR does this really cool thing, too, where they they build, produce, and write all of their music in their living room. And that's, like, a, a thing oh, they do. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they do a thing every show that I've seen them at. It is very similar to every time I saw Panic! at the Disco, they performed uh, Bohemian Rhapsody every single time. It was phenomenal. AJR does this thing where they build the next song that they're going to play in their set, they just do a point where they show you how they build their music and where they pull things from. Mm -hmm. So, so they built bang on Saturday night, the, the iconic radio yeah. bang, bang, bang for everybody at home. Um, so they're building that. And then they have a whole thing because you know, the, the voice in that song where it's like, here we go. Yeah. That's the New York city subway guy. And obviously they're they're from New York, yeah, yeah, formed yeah. and everything. They got right. to know him, and he recorded that for them specifically oh. for that song. So they have a whole thing too, where like it runs through, and he's like, they're like, all right, can you say the line? He's like, what line? <laughs> it's, it's like a whole talking back and forth thing. He's like, oh, that line. Here we go, and then it goes into the song. It That's was really cool. awesome so sick That's like really cool highly 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 recommend like even if you like barely know who ajr is go to one of their concerts like they put on a show they are one of the best live performing music entities i've ever seen in my life 
their live shows in like concert venues are unbelievable. I'll have to send you this video from the last time I saw yeah, them, which was like right before the pandemic. They they played at the Met in Philly, and they had a whole thing where like they had uh, like a silhouetted curtain kind of up, and it looked like the whole band was there and everything. And then you just see Jack climbing up the curtain and everything, walking upside down. I was like, how the fuck is this happening? And then like this rope drops from the ceiling and everything, and yeah. it falls falls from the top of the curtain, pulls the rope, the actual curtain drops, and the band's there playing the song. It was the coolest, like, visual optics thing at a concert that I think I've ever seen. It is... They are amazing. Can't recommend enough. I love AJR. They are... The, I'm I'm going to be on an AJR listening kick now for the next three You months. are. That's what's going to happen. You're going to be on that kick for, like, a few like, days, maybe a week. Like hashtag to up to something season Pitsy. AJR is going to be involved in, at some point in portions of up to something season. Oh, I have to absolutely um, at this point. So like, go listen to AJR. Love those dudes. They are phenomenal performers, phenomenal artists, and uh, they know how to burn the house down. And that is all pun intended because that is one of my favorite songs by them. Um, and Pitch, you brought up you're you're going golfing before we keep it pushing. Let's talk mm -hmm. about our friends at Wasted Wedge. Yeah, they uh, love them. They are the best in the game. Want to tell everybody about a brand new way to drink shots with your friends and family when you're playing golf from our new friends at Wasted Wedge. I want you to think the traditional shot ski that you had at your college parties, all that kind of good stuff, and how annoying those things were to carry around. How big and lunky and clunky. A ski is how much hot glue went into gluing down glass shot glasses and how much broken glass was in that party house after somebody dropped the shot ski i'm sure you've had stories like that pitsy back in your college days uh, yeah we've we have a number of broken shot glasses well wasted wedge has fixed all of that it's plastic it's it, it's super easy to carry around because it folds down, fits in a carrying bag that fits in the side pocket of a golf bag. And instead of a ski, it's a golf wedge. It's beautiful. Plastic cups, no glass needed. There's extender uh, attachments you can buy to make it longer to get more people involved in the party. Wasted Wedge is revolutionizing the game. They're going. It's going to change the way you enjoy celebrating drinking on and off the course. we got to get one of these for you, Pitsy, for the golf course because... You're out there during the summers. You've got your fantasy football league, golf I'm practicing. Event. We're practicing for the open. I got around tomorrow with uh, my tag team partner, Big Ben. So, so we uh, we, we got to get you one of these for the the open because I got to get for, we got to get it for the open. You will be you will be the savior of the open with Wasted Wedge. Check out their full lineup of Wasted Wedges and merchandise at wastedwedge.com and find them on Instagram and Facebook and be sure to follow them. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Comment on their posts. Let them know you're coming from Underground Sports Philadelphia at Wasted Wedge. It's WastedWedge.com and at Wasted Wedge on Facebook and Instagram. Remember the name, WastedWedge.com. Pitch, shall we, uh, shall we divulge into one of your favorite things to talk about? That is Major League Baseball run differential and, of oh, course, the NL East favorite. run differential. Brought to you by Wasted Wedge. Uh, we'll start with the NL East, as we always do. The 40-25 first place Atlanta Braves, Pitsy. 
They're sitting in, in at the top of the division, only team with a positive run differential in the division. How do you think they're looking right now? Plus 23? Uh, they're actually sitting pretty nice at a plus 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, they are the most runs in the division, 334 scored, 265 against. Uh, they are thriving right now, but they are still, they're kind of balancing out. They're 20 and 15 at home, 20 and 10 on the road, getting better at home, still a more dominant road team, but they, uh, they've got an easy schedule because they go to the Detroit Tigers this week and the Tigers are pretty Tigers stinky. They, they, um, they then we move to the most ridiculous team in baseball, the Miami Marlins who are 37 and 29. Eight and two in their last ten. Yeah, They've scored the least amount of runs in the NL East at two hundred and sixty-six. Their expected win loss is thirty-one and thirty-five. We need them to stop playing at home because they're twenty-one and thirteen at home, sixteen and sixteen on the road. Luckily, they're going on the road and out west to start this week. Let's go, Mariners. Where do you think their run differential is sitting at? Pitts, 266 runs scored this year, the least amount in the division. I'm going to go negative 33. Negative 20. They're evening out a little bit. No, it's always but a they, are still, they are still the most ridiculous team in baseball. Then we keep it pushing to our Philadelphia Phillies, who are sitting at 32 and 33. Seven and three in our last ten. One and a half games back in the wild card. Eight games back in the division. 276 runs scored for the third most in the division this year. We no longer have given up the most runs in the division, though, but still have given up 309. I just gave you the answer there. But what's the run differential for the fight in Phils? I can't do math that quick, man. Um, I'm going to go with negative uh, 28. Well, if you would have guessed what you guessed for the Marlins, you would have been correct. Negative 33 is the Phillies run differential. And the Phillies are are overachieving a little bit. Their expected win loss is 29 and 36. They're 32 and 33. 19 and 11 at home, 13 and 22 on the road. That's why this road trip is pivotal. They need to get better on the road uh, as they get set for four at Arizona to start this week. Um, but negative 33 is the Phil's run differential. Hopefully they can dig themselves further out of that. Then we move to the Lowell Mets, the 31 and 35 New York Mets. Pitsy, two and eight in their last 10. Oh. 290 runs scored this season. They are sitting in the negatives, though. Where do you have their run differential? I'm going to go negative, negative 41. I wish, because that probably mean they were a worse team there. Negative 23, but they kick this week off having to play the Subway Series. The New oh, York Yankees. Going- who just lost. They just lost to the Sox. They're looking for a little bit of redemption. Yankees going to City Field to take on the Mets, and I, I've never rooted harder for the Yankees than I do this week. This is the one time a year I root for the Yankees openly that's because so that's weird. how much disdain and hatred I have for the New York Mets. I refuse to root for the New York Yankees 
in any way. This is the or. only time of year. Understandable for you. I'm not, I, I just I, only I times get it. I root for the oh. Yankees openly is when they play the Mets, Makes the sense. Braves, the Marlins, or the Nationals. Yeah, I mean it's the only time. Any other time, fuck them. Every other time, get them out of my face. Don't need to see them. But when they play, especially when they play the Mets, that's bragging rights in their city. Oh come on! Absolutely. I need the Yankees to go in there and shellack them, ruin yeah. their hopes and dreams. Then we move to the final team pits, the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals, 26-38 and 38 on the season. Sitting in the basement, where do you have their run differential? Negative. They're the worst team in the division? Yes. I'll go negative, negative 55. 55. Uh, if you add 10 to it. Negative 45 is the Washington Nationals. Negative 45. It's very fitting. Other week that Donald Trump's getting indicted once again. Oh, yes, it's true. 45. (laughs) He was number 45 in the the white hizzle. So uh, the Nationals have given up the most runs in the division uh, this season at 317. But here's, here's the goofier parts of the National League pits. The Pittsburgh Pirates, shout out to Andrew McCutcheon, got his 2,000th major, major league hit today. Hey, uh, love Kutch. I think Andrew McCutcheon might be top five most beloved player by any baseball fan of all time. Interior crocodile alligator. I drive, I drive a, a Chevrolet, Chevrolet movie, movie theater. theater. That's one of my favorite clips of Kutch ever. Ever. Uncle ever. Larry, baby. Oh, I, I love it. I loved Andrew McCutcheon his first time in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I loved yeah. Kutch even more when he became a Philly. And I think every fan base, no matter what, like can solidly say that like one of their top five, just like love that dude is Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. He's, he's one of the most impossible to hate players because he's just one. So nice. He's so genuine. He's a great human being. And he's a great baseball player. Mm. Yeah. Love Kutch. Like, if if you don't like Andrew McCutcheon, something's wrong with you. Look in the mirror. Figure it out. Congrats to Kutch. It's you, not niche me. Yes. Congrats to Kutch on 2,000 career hits. That's a a huge milestone. Uh, The Pirates Pits, they're sitting in first place in the NL Central at 34 and 30 with a plus two run differential. That's bizarre. And then you have the. 34 and 32 Milwaukee Brewers at a negative 21 run differential who since last you've been on the pod we have dubbed the Milwaukee Brewers uh 2023 Major League Baseball's equivalent to the 2022 Minnesota Vikings because if you remember the Vikings were frauds and they they kept winning all these games all these yeah. close games and everything and they had a negative score differential to end the year Going into the postseason, this. we talked uh, about this on the show. They yeah. are, they are the Milwaukee Brewers are the Minnesota Vikings of baseball this year, um, because they're above five hundred and they have a ridiculously negative run differential. Um, also, very fun. I, I doubt we have anybody listening here, but if you live in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm going to be in Ohio pits for the next ten days, starting on Thursday. Nice. Uh, so gear up, everybody, strap in. Uh, if you're going to be in Cincinnati on uh, Friday, June 23rd, 
I'm going to be at the Reds game. So if you're in Cincy somehow, some way, let me know. What's the best place to sit at at the Reds stadium? Uh, let me know things I need to do in Cincinnati because uh, that will be me coming off of working in Columbus. I'm going to Cincinnati for the day and I'm um, taking in a Reds game, which also, oddly enough, is a post-game concert. Oh, who is it? Quinn XCII. Are those the people who said, uh, I don't care. No, that is, uh, I know who that is, and I can't think of who it is. Quinn XCII sings this one song. um, The Don't You Love Me Less, even in the places that I've been. With that guy, Max. Um, Big fan. I I, I was very delighted to see that that was going to be a post-game concert, because... I've heard You're great about things it. about per, the, his performances live. So um, I'm going to be in Cincinnati then. So taking it, checking off another stadium on the uh, the old bucket list of taking in a game at all 30 major league stadiums. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's very funny to me. The St. Louis Cardinals pits there in last place in the NL Central. The Phillies hashtag broke the Cardinals. They uh, had t- 27 and 39, but they have a negative one run differential. <laughs> Jesus, they're like the anti Marlins. They really are. Like they're scoring runs, they're just losing. That's the Marlins aren't scoring, and they're just winning. But they just find a way to win. They're a gritty team. The uh, the NL West is a juggernaut because outside of the Rockies, every team has a positive run differential. The Diamondbacks have a plus forty. The Dodgers have plus sixty two. The Giants are plus fifteen. The Padres are plus nineteen. And the Colorado Rockies have the worst run differential in the National League pits. Opposite of the Atlanta Braves, best run differential with a plus 69. The Rockies are a minus 69. Hashtag not Ooh, nice. Not nice. Not nice at all. But then we move to the American League where every team, except your Boston Red Sox, has a positive run differential. Can you guess the Red Sox run differential? I'll go like the negative... Negative uh, 22. Uh, I'm going to say it is aesthetically pleasing to see their record and their run differential. They're 33 and 33 and a zero run differential. Zero? Even Steven. <laughs> Good shit, boys. Good shit. That's how you, Every you other team. Be, yeah, you're not scoring more runs, but you're not letting up many more runs either, so... Every other team has a positive run differential, including the Tampa Bay Rays at 48 and 20 with a plus 140 run differential. Fucking stupid. Then the most ridiculous division in all of baseball is the AL Central, where the Minnesota Twins are also 33 and 33 pits. If Mm your if your Red Sox were in the AL Central, they'd be in first place. Um, The Twins, though, a plus 40 run differential, and they're at 500. Stupid. Their expected win loss is 37 and 29. Underperforming, to say the least. Carlos Correa, big addition there. He's been terrible this year, bro. I have him in fantasy. He's terrible. He's on my he's been riding the bench all year. Dude, he's kind of a bit kind of crushing fantasy baseball. He kind of stinks. <laughs> what do we say in the preseason? Low bets. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so funny. That is so funny. The Kansas City Royals pits are 
whole kind of creeping up on the Oakland A's a little bit. Only other team in baseball that has a negative 100 or more run differential now. Kansas City Royals, negative 102. Oh, God. Yucky. That's so gross. The Royals are just... What the hell is going on there? They're peasants. They really are. They're pleased. Ah! Ah, Common folk. Uh, The Texas Rangers have the best run differential in all of baseball at plus 149. Uh, But I do have to say a big old fuck you to the Texas Rangers because they're the only team in baseball because they're stupid-ass, fucking selfish, despicable ownership group uh, that won't host a pride night uh, during the month of June. Grow up. Grow a backbone. Fucking pieces of shit. Fuck you. You can't. They're the only team. You can't. You got to steer into the skid here. You know, it's terrible. It's the year. It's it's 2023. Like, this shit love is. Love is love. Like, get over it. Like, I, I don't. Grow the fuck up. It's one night. How much money you can get from bunch that, of, too? Like, I don't bunch know. Bunch of they cowards. Just, they, they can't bunch think. Bunch of losers. You can't think outside of. Well, it's just like that scene in SpongeBob. Hey, Patrick, what am I? Uh, stupid? No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? The difference. <laughs> Fuck the Rangers. Uh, the Oakland A's, though, Pitsy, they're 17 and 50 on the season. What is their run differential? They're not the worst, right? They are the worst. Oh, they are the worst. In all of baseball. Minus one. 24. I think they would gladly accept that if you, they could make that happen. They are a negative 194. Worse than all of baseball. 17 and 50 on the year. Guys, figure it out. Figure, figure it the fuck out. What are we doing? Terrible. I feel so bad for A's fans. Oh my god. Imagine being an A's fan. That's just... Well, the Phillies get to go there at the beginning of next weekend. They get to hang... Or this coming weekend, they get to hang out with the possum. Yeah, if you guys don't sweep the A's, that's a real issue. The A's are seven and twenty-four at home. That's fucking. You, you know who started. took a season series from the from from the Braves though? Took two out of three. The A's took two out of three from the Braves. That's awesome. Did they? How many runs were scored combined in that weekend for the A's? Oh, Maybe like see. five. Let me see here. I'll pull it up right now. That That's was great. That was a great moment for me. That was a hashtag low Braves. Oh, um, that... So first game, Bra- uh, the A's won seven to two. Then they won two to one, and then lost four to two. Okay, yeah, you can't. They were trying to sweep, Nine. and they're like, no, no. You're not. You, we'll let you win the series, but you ain't sweeping. And they right? outscored the Braves too. That's insanity that they outscored the Braves that weekend. The A's scored eleven crazy. runs that weekend. The Braves scored seven. Always seven open, 11. baby. I was my mouth. You took it out of my mouth. <laughs> so there's your run differentials across Major League Baseball. It's brought to you by our friends over at Wasted Wedge. Check out wastedwedge.com for more from them. 
Uh, but Pitt's I-95 blew up, and it's brought to you by our friends at Kenwood Beer because I'm sure if you were on I-95 when this happened, you needed a nice cold beer. Yeah. Kenwood Beer, it's a refreshing light beer, 4.1% ABV, 127 calories, just 10 grams of carbs. They just did a fancy, nice little rebrand of their logos, and they look great. Go check that out. Faux show. I can't wait for the new Kenny merch to drop. Uh, go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny tracker to see who has Kenwood on tap in the Philadelphia area. You can buy Kenwood at your local liquor store in Philadelphia or in the Philly area or in Eastern PA, your local Whole Foods, light body, light calories, plenty of flavor, the best light beer on the planet, must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And Pitts, they've been dropping these original thoughts on their social media recently. Uh, Here's original thought number 11. Break those dog treats in half to make your pal twice as happy. Buy twice as much Kenwood to make yourself twice as happy. You can't break beer in half. Think original, drink original. Love, Kenny. I like that. That's a really smart idea for dog owners. Just break it up in two. I like that. It's Thank great you, advice. Kenwood. And then just buy double the Kenny. Why would it? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Because so you're saving pets. the money from the dog treat. There you go. Yes. Exactly. I-95 blew up today. Uh, I went into my my group chat I have with a bunch of Phillies fans, and they sent this video that I woke up to, and I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, So, I-95, major major highway, obviously, um, collapsed. And don't know how, don't know what happened. Uh, We go and look, and... Apparently, a a tanker carrying oil uh, got into an accident or something underneath the highway and blew up, caused a fire, and that therefore caused the upper level of the highway to cave in, looking like the pits of hell opened up on the highway. This, obviously, after all of the wildfire uh, secondhand you know, smoke. No it's not helping. It just explosions and, and the smoke. The sky was orange. Everywhere. It's like the apocalypse. It's like the movie This is the End. It's it sounds like it if you're in the Philly area from what you described. I saw somebody say we'll make our own we'll make our own air quality poor. Thank you very much. That's what happened here. Um it did. major collapse of the northbound lanes of I ninety five as police have closed both directions. According to one reporter, they are still hearing loud blasts or bangs underneath where the tanker is. The tanker has caught fire and exploded underneath I-95, causing the entire northbound overpass to collapse. The fire's insane. Um, Multiple emergency crews were there. Imagine driving on I-95 and seeing that just collapse in real time. I would shit my pants. I would would just go, I would turn my ass around and go back to wherever I was, you know, started and just camp out i would just wait it out i just I like, would nope, die. not doing it there's just no way i'd be able to survive so my question is because i'm, I'm very unfamiliar with the area if because that is blown up is there another way to go so, so that, there is okay so that you're it's not just, like on one side i-95 is a major transportation route for a lot of people a lot of people use i-95 to get to work every day yeah i-95 to get to south philly to go to games 
the amount of traffic buildup that there's going to be now on Route 76, which is the way I take from South Jersey up 55 onto 42 and then onto 76 to get to games and stuff like that, is going to be bonkos. Yeah. Mind you, today is Sunday as well. It's the summertime. Tons of people coming back from the shore because oh move out day. <laughs> the traffic was insane today going to Citizens Bank Park. Oh, I can only imagine. Like, how much time do you have to give yourself now before you leave? Oh, you have to add at least another hour into your your regimen. It's insane. insane. So I think, so, you know, whenever there is tragedy, we as tri-state area humans and, and Philadelphians alike, we love to um, make memes. Well, that's one how you deal with it. That's how you, you got to laugh away the pain. I'm with you. One of the best memes that I saw today. I'm going to send it to you so you can see it. Oh, nice. Somebody fixed I-95 in the best way possible. I just texted it to you now, and I want your exact response. It's the perfect fix. No, I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse. Uh, seeing the bridge fall down like that or being on the top of the blue and, like, you're you're just upside down just trying to go. You don't I get enough push. Yeah, how do you get enough push? I didn't for, people, <laughs> for people just listening, somebody memed in the old the old school Hot Wheels loop. And it's yeah, just perfect. Yeah, you need a It's just a perfect fix. Um, I saw that and immediately burst into tears. Oh my god! It's a, as you saw, I just did too. Now there's been a whole like infrastructure rebuild on these highways since I was born. Pretty much, they've been working on these construction highways. Construction never ends. I I think we need to take an over under on this show right now, and when it eventually does, we will have it on the record. How long do we think it's going to take? For I-95 to get fixed. Oh, I know Darius it? Slay's wife, Jennifer Slay, she's amazing, tweeted asking, how long do we think it's going to take? Um, <laughs> to which somebody quote tweeted it with the clip from uh, <laughs> from Outcast. Forever? Forever, ever? Ever? Forever, forever, ever? Forever, never. Uh, <laughs> oh, what is your one. estimate, Pitts, on how long it's going to take I-95 to be repaired? Bro, at least the whole summer. Minimum. Okay. Gonna, I was walking gonna... back to my car today uh, from the game with my dad, and there was another dad and his kids in front of us, and they were talking. He's like, I'm going to be on this I-95 detour for the next fucking five fucking months. Five, I was going to say six. Like, realistically, I was going to say six. Because you need to No do less than a year. You're saying no less than a year. Easy. Easy. I'm thinking before winter. Like they're I gonna like, have to expedite it because it is such a massive like. That's my point. Thing, that's why, yeah. But it is going to take so fucking long. And you know those videos that always pop up on Twitter all the time of like the Dutch when they're fixing highways and it takes like a week. We need to hire those people to come in and fix I ninety five in a week. We need to export. We need to export some workers. Uh, it is crazy. Here. The Dutch know what they're doing, man. I don't like, know what it is, but the highway just collapsed. Dude, yeah, you're telling it's banana land that a highway collapsed in the middle, like the worst possible time. And the, the, got, like, the, the craziest part, nobody knows the status or any updates on the driver of the tanker. 
Oh, that, what's up with that guy? What happened? Did he fall asleep? Like, we we no nobody has been asking that question. I feel like that's a question that needs an answer. I feel like he's being hidden. Okay, I feel like he's being hidden somewhere. Like, did he get sent to the Shadow Realm? Like, it's fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, dude, they put probably put him in some place, ER, whatever. He's getting treated, and then they're just shipping him out somewhere. Is he like Team Rocket blasting off again? <laughs> no, it's just the highway. The highway no. blasted off again. There you go. There it is. I saw that news this morning, though, and I was Bro. flabbergasted. It's the year of crazy the highway shit. blew up. It's the year of Philadelphia collapses, the World Series, Super Bowl, MLS Cup, and now I-95. Yeah, don't bring that vo- do, uh, voodoo over here. All right, we need – things are going great. Hey, pause. Boston, okay? Pause. You, your team's lost to eight seeds from Florida. Whoa, 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 uncalled for. All right? Is it, is it wrong? It's not, but you know what? The truth hurts right now, and I don't feel like being in pain. Uh, I just listen. We have great things looking up in New England. All right, Mac Jones looks like a quarterback. Bill O'Brien actually can run an offense. The Red Sox just beat the Yankees. The only issue we really have right now are that the Bruins just forgot how to play hockey, and that the Celtics, yeah, they had their issues, but we already hired Sam Cassell. So, eat it. Just just eat it. Okay, Weird Al. There you go. We're waiting for you there. Um, this has been a trend on Twitter, too, that I've been seeing. Um, because I, I think it fits your, your billing pits, and it's brought to you by our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. They've got sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription lenses. They're amazing. They've been rocking with us since 2020, so that's how you know they're hardcore. They wanted to get in with us, and uh, I wear my tomahawk shades when I'm out on the road, when I'm just outside going to Citizens Bank Park, protecting my eyes from the sun, and I'm wearing my blue light glasses, which I have my newest pair right here, and they've been fantastic. Like, love the way they look on me. They're fan, they're fan fucking tastic, and I love them. You can get your own tomahawkshades.com. Fill up your car, protect your eyes, and use promo code USP for twenty five percent off at checkout. That's a Bonkos promo code saving you tons of money on an already affordable product that's more affordable than the traditional eyewear companies, those big brand names that are raking you over the coals. Tomahawk Shades refuses to do that. Promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your order. Uh, This might have been the most hilarious NBA season of all time. Dude, I saw the tweet about that, and it's probably right now my favorite trend on Twitter because you're getting people – responding or quote tweeting it with clips of just the most nonsensical things from the season. And I forgot a lot of them. Like there was one clip I just saw recently of cat, uh, Carl Anthony towns walking in, looking iced out and throwing one of these gang signs, whatever, and saying something. And the caption was, they proceeded to lose by 29 that night. And it was just like shit like that. The LeBron like flailing about. And then it just like, this was all over a foul call. It just like nonsense shit like that. It, it, I agree. I do agree. I mean, we had some of the some of the funniest moments. We had the Pat Bev camera moment, which was just pure comedy. Like, do you remember that? Uh, refresh. When Pat Bev, when there was a foul that didn't get called, went over to one of the photographers, oh, took yes. their camera, showed the ref that like they caught the foul on camera, and yeah. that was hilarious. 
Uh, we had Thomas Bryant calling for the ball on LeBron's record-breaking shot. <laughs> That's incredible. Talk about unawareness. We had that this one that I just saw. Jericho Sims took longer to open a piece of paper than Giannis took to shoot a free throw. Oof. That's really bad. That's a long time. Uh, the King's mascot converting the other mascots to the beam. Where the King's mascot had like a birthday and all the mascots just walking out like step by <laughs> step with the beam up. Oh my god. What was um the King's guy headbutted Grant Williams. I saw that. <laughs> we had... Uh, where is it? There was one that was just so funny. Oh, uh, this one with more Pat Bev. The Sports Center tweeted reloading in LA when uh, D'Angelo Russell got traded to the Lakers. And Pat Bev quote tweeted and said, the gang is back. And then Pat got traded the next day. Yes. Yeah. I saw that too. Incredible. Uh, we had Jimmy Butler showing up for media day with his dreads. Yeah. And that was just his headshot because that was what they used. And then on top of that, Sports Center and ESPN got so tired of using that headshot, they ended up using his 2K headshot. Did they really? No fucking way. Uh, we had Jared Allen during his playoff struggle say the lights were brighter than expected. <laughs> uh I saw when the Celtics were up 41 to 11 against the uh, Nets in the what's some quarter, and then uh, they proceeded to lose that game. The so Bulls was- posted a picture of Kevin Durant and DeMar DeRozan next to each other. It said two of the best scorers in NBA history. <laughs> That's tough. We had uh, the Grizzlies took a road trip to the Pacific Division and got thwacked. They lost to the Lakers, Suns, Kings, and Warriors all in four straight games. Oh, my God. That's just... That's we obviously t- had the, the Grizzlies walking out of the tunnel, like, dance thing. Oh, yeah. I saw Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I saw Dylan Brooks. We had too. Dylan Brooks, the, the poke the bear thing in the playoffs with LeBron. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, Zion Williamson. We had uh, Doc Rivers' Twitter getting hacked and liking all the porn. But then somebody posting a uh, a picture of Talk Rivers in the it looks like one of those Woj updates and it just says horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! There uh, was John Morant just acting a fool. She acted a fool. Technically, we had Jordan oh. Bull took a shot so bad it got Steph ejected for his reaction. <laughs> bro i saw that uh that he took that they were doing something on it and that shot was so absolutely terrible every analyst was saying why are you taking that shot when steph curry is on the floor deontay murray slapped jabari smith jr on the top of the head after making a random three that's just ridiculous <laughs> that is absurd the Sixers only had four players on the floor during a game, so James Harden ran onto the floor mid-play. That really happened? <laughs> when was this? Uh, Who were we playing here? We were playing the Nuggets. It was during that Nuggets game when Embiid hit the fucking dagger three in Jokic's face. 
Oh, in like oh, January. Uh, Drewski saying they needed to drug test Mac McClung during the dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> Mac McClung, Mac McClung won the dunk winning, contest. Yeah, Mac McClung winning the dunk contest in 2022. As a G League player because he never technically was on the Sixers roster yet. And no, like, that's where we're at. It was, oh my lord, hilarious. Oh, so funny. Dude, this series. Oh, and by the way, uh, Joe Mazzulla was not even supposed to be the head coach of the Celtics this year because a week or two before the season started, Ime Udoka got caught for being hashtag horny. So, yep. um, and now he's the coach of the Suns? No. Rockets. Rockets. That was it. I know it was a West Coast team. Uh, when Embiid stepped on uh, Buddy's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Playoff. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was uh, what Buena. else happened? Kinder Bueno. Furkan Korkmaz requested a trade again. We had the whole LeBron James uh, knowing things when he said that uh, he knew about the Migos. When he was yeah. in Miami and Migos hadn't dropped an album when he said that he was listening to the Migos. <laughs> oh. Just an absolutely hilarious NBA season. It's only going to get more hilarious, honestly. The NBA has became the reality show of professional sports. Oh, 100%. And I'm so fine with it because of how entertaining it is. We had There's an offshore no... sports book saying that the Sixers' favorite to be their next head coach was J.J. Redick. That's that's a favorite in a sports book right now? That was a, an offshore sports book's favorite. Oh, We've obviously hired Nick Nurse already, but... They had J.J. Redick at 3-1 to one odds to be the Sixers' next head coach. That's just stupid. What do you think of Nick Nurse as the head coach? I'm cool with it. He's homies with the Arkells, which is cool. Um, I think he was the best of the bunch of coaches that were out there to be hired. Agreed. So, uh, I like it. I think he's going to get a lot out of Embiid. I think he's going to get a lot out of Tyrese Maxey. And, uh, uh, you know. It's always good to have a breath of fresh air with with NBA stuff because when things True. get stagnant, that's how you just lose and become mediocre. Um, yeah, exactly. so I'm I'm cool with it. I think he's going to be fun. And the amount of day one, we went from a doc to a nurse jokes that got made. Did we get all those out of our system, or is that just I fucking be a- hope so, pal? Okay, okay, because that's that's just t ball. Ugh. That's the T-ball comedy. It man. drove me nuts. I saw like hundreds of them on day one, and I was like, "Can we? Can we be serious, please?" Get it out though. Day one's fine. Just get As it the out. TikTokers say, "Be so fucking for real right now." Ugh. TikTokers. <laughs> that's that's my that's my version of a TikToker. Just like, and we go like some random dance. Yeah, that's I'm done with that. That was okay. Well and now done. you say something. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think I'm gonna put a poll out on Twitter asking if we should be on TikTok. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We there's a couple of clips of me on TikTok right now with the uh the GG doing nonsense stuff, and I think that's cool, but like I'm not really into it. Like, I just yeah. like the videos. You see the clip of, well, you did see it because you shared it on your, the clip of Steve's mom. Dude, that was so funny. You look terrible. You look terrible. But the thing is, I, I know. like, the way he talks to his mom, like, vice versa, like, that's how I would be talked to. It's like, hey, mom, how do I look? It's like, terrible. It's like, thanks. Appreciate it. But the fact that he answered. You're my number thing, one. 
You might That's the best work. line. That's the best line from that clip. If you haven't seen that, go follow again the whole pod on Instagram. I that, love that line. You're my number one. Dude, my son's dude. taking me to Barry Manilow. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, no, that's a better line of that. Is that he's going to Barry Manilow with his mom. He's like, I'm going to see a, some 80-year-old sing or try to sing. I was like, Barry Summers in like, Cape Cod. A legend. <laughs> if he, he doesn't, doesn't sing Copacabana. Copa, <laughs> if he doesn't sing Copacabana, I want my money back. Honestly, Steve, I'm with you, man. Oh. If, you to, if you go to Barry Manilow concert. Hi, Owen. Hi everyone in podcast land. I think we need to make a shirt like that looks like like an amusement park is podcast land. Greetings from podcast land. <sighs> podcast land and the artist dreams is like the central park of it. You know what I mean? It's there magic we go. Kingdom. That's the magic kingdom. It's the artist dreams. And I'm like, really hi everyone wrong. in podcast land. Dude, we need. PHI, we need Podcast Land to be a shirt or something. We're, that's going to be a shirt. I, that's I, too I, I can guarantee that. Greetings from Podcast Land is going to be a shirt. Oh, my Lord. That's incredible. What a legend. Steve's mom. Steve's mom. That that clip makes me laugh every time I watch it. Hi, everybody. Hi, Owen. Hi, <laughs> Owen. Oh, just incredible. Great, great, great stuff. Great stuff. Um, like I mentioned, DJ and I live podcast in Columbus, Ohio, this coming Saturday, June 17th. So if you're in the Columbus, Ohio area and you don't already have them, I think Columbus is pretty close to, if not already sold out, which is going to be crazy. Has me even more like, let's go. I feel like Craig Kimball getting ready to Kimble. throw a pitch. Like, Just a little that. little seagull on him. And then you um, robot and get yourself back. If up. you're going to PLL Columbus, especially on Saturday, come to the Premier Zone. Come hang out for the live podcast. It's going to be absurd. We're planning stuff with the league to to make happen, so you're not going to want to miss it. Um, very very excited to be out in Ohio for the next uh, ten days, starting on Thursday. We're going to see Are You Garbage, Pitsy? DJ and I are going to see the really? garbage boys in Columbus. Oh, that's going to be sweet. So a little a little slice of heaven, a little slice of home out in Columbus too with the Philly boys, the Philly dirt bags. Um, very excited to see the RU garbage guys as well. Um, but I'm going to be in Ohio, so podcast schedule going to be a little wonky, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out and make things like happen like we always do. Uh, also, are you excited, Pitts? Because – uh, a week from Wednesday, it is new Marvel show, Secret Invasion, Secret man. Invasion. Dude, I have to watch Daredevil. I I have to start that back up. I think we might have to take from the break from wrestling to get that back up because Daredevil season two is so good, so good. It's and I just I need to get back to it. Might Daredevil season two is one of my favorite seasons of television. Oh, it's so good right now. Awesome. And then I got to go from Daredevil two. I got to go into Miss Marvel and She Hulk, and then I'll Those be are good easy. For everything caught up. I do need to see the new Spider Man movie, but I want to oh, watch great. the first one. Yeah, uh, as well. Yeah, so, you definitely have to watch the first one to see the new one. Yeah, so I'm gonna. Yeah, so we're gonna be. That's the thing. Now I was saying this to myself the other day when I was driving. Is that now with it being summer, there's no football yet. It's just practice. Basketball and hockey are over. And it's just baseball, which basically is just. And lacrosse. 
and lacrosse like it's it's just there you know what i mean it's not playoff time it's just the regular season and those aren't no those two sports aren't obviously my top three in there so i can now go do marvel stuff and you know go more into the wrestling stuff so if figuring that out right now with my work schedules it's going to be fun and uh you know disney plus you know what i actually have been watching too staying on marvel and spider-man is the old 90s cartoon of spider-man where they have like the x-men in it and you know kingpin's in it but he's technically with like doc og like it just it's they had one episode where if they did something like that in live action with like x-men spider-man and all that like venom is in it you actually get to know that um oh what's his face um brock eddie Eddie brock Brock. eddie brock actually worked with spider-man and uh I just you wouldn't know that in the live action, so it's just like it's well, fine that stuff. You would if you watched the Toby Spider Man movies. So oh, okay. Frank, Franco's character is uh, Franco's Venom, technically. I think so. If I'm not mistaken. That would be cool to bring him back. But I'm excited for Secret Evasion. Secret Evasion. I sent awesome. you the. Or I'm sorry, not uh, Franco. Topher Grace is. Oh, uh, Topher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's Eddie Brock. That's even funnier. The uh, clip I sent you, because you do no spoilers, and I respect that. Um, but I will say from my end, because I didn't, I, I'm kind of new to all this Marvel stuff, it was a nice little intro to what Secret Invasion is going to be based about. You probably already knew it and would, uh, you know, and all that, so it didn't matter. Where me, like, I needed that five minutes to catch me up and be like, okay, oh, call back here. Boom. I know that now. Oh, I watched it there. So it was nice, but I could see how people are like, because I'm kind of the same way with no spoilers, but there's some things where it's like. Did you see Guardians yet? Oh, Guardians was fantastic. Ben and I went to go see it. That was a really good uh, friendship moment for us to go see that because, oh, my God, the music was incredible. Uh, Dude, the Beastie Boys was that scene, I think it was you that was telling that me. scene? Where, yeah, the, they like. The one Daredevil shot hallway. hallway. Yeah, you're like, look at that. Oh. Like, that was one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Oh, so good. Rocket Raccoon took, stole the show. Weapon. Stole the show. Liked how they made it about him. I feel like the movie, if you ask anybody, like, who was the central protagonist in there, it was Rocket. And for the first time it was him because it's been about Peter Quill and, you know, his journey, whatever. And now that you have that also not a fan of Gamora. All right. Well, you got to remember that's, that's alternate. That's a different Gamora. I know. I just felt for Peter. Okay. Cause remember that Gamora is from 2015 or 2014. So she never experienced anything with the guards. So she's still evil Thanos daughter Gamora. I know that pissed me off. I fell for Peter there. I was like, I girl doesn't remember you, of course. Oh. <laughs> I want to end on this. Great, great line dropped by Philadelphia's own Armani White, uh, who you would know Pitts sings the Billie Eilish song. Oh, okay. The black t shirt Billie Eilish. Yeah. Drop this line on his uh his Twitter today. Big time rush. She liked them boys with the bands. <laughs> what a line. 
What a line. That's, that is an unbelievable. I would love to have Armani White on this podcast. Ooh, that'd be a really good guest. Philly's own. Love to have him on this podcast. That would be nice. Um, Also, Pitsy, you need to do yourself a favor, and this is not an ad. Go see Burt Kreischer's The Machine. Oh, it's that good. Okay. You will laugh your face off. Oh, nice. I love laughing. It is. It is. If you told me that movie was made in 2011 or 2013, I would have believed you. It is from the same uh, family tree of the Pineapple Expresses, the Hangovers, that type of fun, raunchy, unbelievably hilarious type of movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. DJ and I went and saw it when he was here. We had a whole theater to ourselves when we went and saw it. Oh, it's incredible. We were cackling like the hyenas from The Lion King. That's incredible. It was great. Shout out to Burt Kreischer. Would love to have him on this podcast because I just I found out recently too, Burt's whole family's from Philly. Is he? Of course, dude. Connections. Whole everything. family's from Philly. So Burt, you do those twenty four hour challenges. This is your podcast challenge. Come on, Underground Sports Philadelphia, Burt Kreischer. Let's fucking do it. The machine and patty pits. We need it. We need Burt Kreischer on Underground Sports oh, Philadelphia. We do. Because we're fans, and I know how much Bert loves being a fan of people. Let's do it, Bert. Let's make it happen. Uh, that's all we got for you guys. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on the Instagram Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping more people find the show. Helps us continue to grow. Helps up to something season come to true, like, full-on fruition. And uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this podcast twice a week interviews live streams clips shorts all that good stuff any video content it goes on our youtube channel we're at 513 subscribers right now need to get to 600 before the end of june so be a friend tell a friend go subscribe let's make this happen let's keep pushing we're obviously on that road to a thousand subscribers as well go subscribe uh and of course Get your merch, phiapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch orders. It's one of the most effective and direct ways to support everything we're doing. And when you get your merch, tag PHI Apparel Company, tag uh, Underground Sports Philadelphia because we want to see where you're rocking your merch from. And, of course, this podcast presented by the City of Vineland. Whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Finally, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you are considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. This has been episode number 541 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. 
For Pitsy, I'm KB. We'll be back on Wednesday night talking all things Philadelphia Phillies, Philadelphia sports, whatever the hell else pops up in our stratosphere. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. Peace. I'm looking for-